So that sounds like it's sort of the difference between uh, the soil just soaking up the water and the soil actually keeping the right balance? Yeah, you could say it like that. I think that there's a difference in these chemistries. Uh, there's a difference in the, the length of them and um, how well they reduce surface tension and how well they wet the soil. We know that the ATP chemistry does a great job at reducing surface tension. It will increase the volumetric water content of your soil. But if you're going to ask me which works better, the methyl cap chemistry or the APG chemistry for um, reducing hydrophobicity, I would have to say the, the methyl cap chemistry. So there are differences in, in wettability. These are things that we evaluate every year and trying to you know, figure out which chemistry works best for which environment and, and exactly how we want to move water from the time it leaves the sprayer, from the time it leaves the irrigation system until you know, it moves through the root zone. So since the actual surfactant, since that's engaged in the soil itself, you know, uh, does that ever enter the plant? Uh, no, the, the surfactant molecules are much too large to enter the plant. This isn't like a fertilizer or a plant growth material. It's just a surfactant molecule. It does not enter the plant. They're much too large. Does it directly uh, improve the plant health then? In, in a roundabout way. It doesn't directly improve plant health. What the surfactant does is you are improving the, you're improving the, the plant's environment. So when I say we're getting water where it needs to be, right, so the roots can uh, help take it up, you're preventing the soils from falling below the critical water content, you're keeping that plant well hydrated, you're keeping the, the fertilizer within that root zone for plant uptake, you're helping the plant fight disease by improving the, the fungicidal activity of the, the fungicides that you applied with the water and the surfactant. So we're, we're really not you know, directly influencing um, the plant health, what we're doing is we're just improving that environment. We know that with, for instance, Revolution, you, we have seen improved chlorophyll A, chlorophyll B, and, and proline. And that was work that, you know, Eric Irvin did at, at Virginia Tech, and he was the first one to say, you know, this, this fact actually improves plant health. Well, hmm. he also said it's not just improving plant health. What you're doing is you're improving, you're improving the health, the improving the plant environment. It's like a secondary benefit. It's helping that plant grow. And I have seen where, you know, when you apply a surfactant at a root growth, significantly better root growth. And, you know, that boils down to, hey, there's water there. The roots are happy. The plant is photosynthesizing better. It's got better chlorophyll A, chlorophyll B. So if it's photosynthesizing better, it's able to um, allocate more carbs down to the roots. So you have better root growth, and they're better able to access the water that are able to pull more water, um, you know, greater depth, and et cetera, et cetera. So in roundabout way, yeah, it does improve plant health just by improving the plant's environment. Well, hey, even as a secondary benefit, I'm pretty sure any superintendent would be glad to see the plant looking any happier. <laughs> it's all about the quality, absolutely. Do all surfactant chemistries, you know, do they all kind of provide these same benefits then? That's a tough question. You know, when I talk about surfactants, I, I'm talking right now to you generally. I'm, I'm saying that all surfactants do this. Well, they don't all do that. Now, like I said, we, we work with a bunch of surfactant chemistries, and, and some are better at uh, doing certain things than others are. I want to caution you on you know, not every surfactant is compatible with your fungicides. It's not compatible with some of your fertilizers. So you have to be very careful talking to me today. Um, you know, I don't want to mislead people and say, no, go out and throw any surfactant into you know, your spray tank and spray it out. No, what you, what you want to do is you want to go and talk to them, your distributor and say, hey, these are the problems that I'm having. Um, I can't get water to move in, or I'm having a lot of localized dry spot, or uh, you know, I want to reduce groundwater contamination. I'm trying to be environmentally conscious here. 
they don't all look the same, and they don't all do this um, to the same performance. But if you if you talk to your surfactant cells and your distributor, they're going to be able to help you pick and choose which is the right one for you. And and not every surfactant works. You know, I can talk to you about APGs all day, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you at every golf course and everywhere in in the United States. So again, sure. talk to your distributor, talk to researchers. You know, in the universities, talk to them and say, hey, you know, which surfactant you need to what performance have you seen with them? I mean, they're a great resource, so use them. Use me. Use your, your companies that sell surfactants. Call them and, and ask them some questions, and they should be able to help you out. Great. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Not today. I think <laughs> I talked your ear off. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about it. I, I think this is some great information and definitely a good place to start looking the next time we see any drought or anything drying up the soil like that. So I, I very much appreciate your help. Thanks. Thank you, Kyle.